Hilcha Shabbos, Perik Chaf Gimel, Halacha Aleph. Continuing in the topic of Yisrael Darabonim. When a person makes a hole, the purpose of which is to cause things to enter and exit both. For example, a hole that's in the top of a chicken coop. The purpose of that is to cause light to enter. To cause the bad smell to exit. So because it serves both purposes, enter and exit. She's high from the loch of Makavapatash, which means the um, the bang of the hammer. The idea being that it's um, that it's the finishing touch for Malacha. Now you remember we learned in previous prakim, actually in Perikid Dalit, that even if it's uh, just to enter or to exit, could be there's also a mitzad a problem. But okay, we're talking about Makavapatash. Therefore, any hole is forbidden because of this problem. Even if it's just to exit or just to enter, because if you make a hole, it's just to exit. Or just to enter, you may make a hole. It's for both purposes, right? And therefore, you are also to make a hole even if it's just for the purposes of draining it or entering air or whatever it is. That's why you may not make a new hole in a barrel because it's also midarabonon. They may see them by if there's a hole already there, you're not allowed to add to the hole and make it wider. If there's an old hole that was stopped up, you're allowed to reopen it. That provide this hole that you're reopening is not lower than the level of the barrel where the sediments lie. If it's lower than that, apparently the idea is, is that it's uh, the whole weight of the, of the wine rests in the rest of this hole, so it's a very tight hole. Because it's resealed so tightly, it's like, it's, it's like as if the hole has been erased completely, and reopening it is considered opening it from scratch. How do, you, how do you open sure. up a can of Shabbos? Oh, oh, so this is not a lot of Good question. Yeah, it's a problem. Now, if the hole was lower than the Shemarim, it's a strong uh, hole. Now they're opening it because they're considered opening it at the outset. Base. You're allowed to make a hole in the seal of a barrel. You have a barrel that was sealed. You want to make a hole in that seal to draw wine out. As long as the hole is open on top. Um... Uh, which is not the normal case where you, where you have a hole in a casket. Therefore, it's considered the unusual fashion, so it's not an usher. Al-Mitzidah, however, is from the side. Now, if the side of it is not from the side of the barrel, the Mepharshim explained the side of the seal. If it's the side of the seal, even if it's on top, usher, at that, that it resembles uh, uh, making a keli uh, out of that seal itself and making a hole in the side of it, apparently. Now, a person's allowed to break a barrel if he wants to eat concept in the barrel instead of making a hole in the barrel. Now, here's the problem. When you break that barrel, you're really making two smaller candles. Let's say you break it in half. Break a piece off of it. Whatever it is, that's really, would that be considered uh, 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 making a keli? And the Ramah says that, no, you're allowed to break the barrel to eat from it. As long as your kavan is not to make a separate utensil. Um, if you make a carefully, a carefully, a careful hole, that would be considered fashioning a keli. Maybe the chabas shayyim matzah situation was south of the Eichin. A person is allowed to bring a barrel of wine and cut off the top with a sword in front of his guests in a very lavish fashion. Exactly, everyone you know, like very brave. Then that's not a problem, even though the chayyim might be making a keli. He's making, he's, he's, he's being very generous. The fact that he's cutting with a sword and even cut, which may make a nice, you know, a nice keli, but the party cuts off, is not a problem. Gimel. Um, again, the idea of uh, how this applies to making cans on, opening cans on Shabbos can be problematic. Gimel, yeah. Just like you're not allowed to open up a hole, you're not allowed to close up a hole. 
Even if it's not material, whatever you use to plug the barrel is not something that could be smoothed out like, like, like wax. And it's also not something which is going to come to, you're not going to come to squeeze, let's say, a shmata. You're not, you're not stuffing it up with wax or a shmata. It's going to cause you to, to smooth it out. That's a problem of erasing or a problem of, or a problem of squeezing. You're going to use them in the case of a material cut, for example, you stuff it up with a twig or a small pebble. So therefore, as, therefore it's okay. Okay. Excuse me. You're, it's forbidden to stuff it up with something, even if you're going to use a hole or a pebble or, 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 or a twig. It's still forbidden. For sure, it's also if it's going to be wax or, or a shmata. However, what if you put it in the hole of the barrel, put some food to store it there? By default, this food you store it there is stuffing the hole up. But that's You're even allowed to be trickery about it. Not to say, oh, hey, where can I store these uh, this food and put it in the hole of the barrel? Exactly, exactly. And the Paschim say, actually, Okay, it's it, 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 if we pass it this way, it's a, it's a conversation. Yeah, sorry, what's the question? No, that's not the issue. Called Davishu Gemar Malacha, any matter which is a Gemar Malacha, if you will, which is the final finishing touch, for what's called Makava Patish. Therefore, when a person uh, finds something, uh, uh, smooths it out, and, and, or, or finishes a keli in any way. The Gemara of examples, for example, you take a sword and you, and you give it the final wash to shine it, like the final stamp. To, now it's now it's finished. Chayiv, yeah. Oh, that's actually not Torah, but okay. I'm talking about Torah. So you chayiv Torah. Tavlin would be chayiv but yeah, right. So okay, so you files it down or repairs it. Therefore, that's why you may not use a musical instrument on Shabbos. Being clear, whether it's a musical instrument, you're going to in a volume like uh, different types of harps. Liars, bain bishar or any other musical instrument. And even if you're going to bang with your finger on the ground or on some kind of board, now the word oy over here. Is it, by you, it says oy after the word haluach. Mm-hmm. After the word haluach, it says the word oy. Okay, one second. Oy achas, connected achas, or for example, he's going to bang one hand against the other. as the singers do. For example. Making like a, like a like a rattle with it, with a nut. you shake a nut to make a noise to, to to soothe the baby. All these intentional ways of making noises are the sachik by bezayik, or to soothe the child with a rattle with a bell. They should stop. should be quiet. The cholz that kids also these all forbidden. Because every shami yisakim lishir, maybe going to fix the musical instrument. It gets easily oh, musical instruments get easily damaged. Any any slight impre- any slight improvement. That's Tikkun Kaili. This is the Isra of using musical instruments, and therefore they asked all types of musical instruments, whether it's a makeshift musical instrument or anything else, any intentional make noise this way. This is why many people do not clap on Shabbos, and of course we are Makel. You certainly can't. Can, oh. You go like this. So now, if it. So now, right. Oh, like a drum. That's exactly. Exactly. So now. So now. Uh, right. Correct. So now here's the thing, right? With when you clap on Shabbos and you're singing, there's room to be makel, and that's why you pass in that way. Now, the word oy over here, there are those who take it out. So, if, so you know, according to them, if the word oy is not there, you read the halach of dal in the middle. Even to bang with your finger on the ground or on a board, one correspond to the other. As the singers do. In other words, if you take the word oy out, clapping your hands is not part of it, therefore, it's not a problem. Okay, that's part of the conversation. Yeah. Hey, you're not allowed to drum, dance, or clap your hands on Shabbos. Yeah, yeah. You're going to come to fix the musical instrument. To clap with the back of your hands is mutter because uh, uh, that's not the normal fashion. 
recently. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely not. You're not allowed to dance. So they can do like this. So right. So now the yeah, mission exactly people, people will clap like you know like like that okay now the Mishnah Brewer actually says in, in, that you're allowed to clap you're allowed to clap and dance on Shabbos Tzorich Mitzvah Simchas Yontif okay any short now hang on a second so I heard I heard someone else giving a shiur on this Perek Rambam and he said there bechadikov when you every Shabbos yeah, he used to clap he, and the Rebbe would, know, would motion to him to clap properly and he would change it every Shabbos he would clap Achiyad till the Rebbe told him to clap like this and he would change every time okay I am telling you okay good any short now pnei now swim in the water. You may come to make a flotation device, a barrel of floaters, right? It's like a, a raft. However, like a pool in their courtyard, which is not going to be confused with a large body of water. You may swim inside of it. You're not going to come to make a raft. Who provided? What's how to differentiate the private pool in my backyard, my mansion, my big five-acre property from the from a real pond, a real lake? You have a rim that's 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 fashioned. Around the perimeter of this pool, the water should not relieve it. That differentiates it from a proper natural body of water, even though it's very big. As long as, as far as the eye can see, you can see the rim. That is considered, even though it's very large, that is considered a private pool. Then you're not going to make a raft. Exactly. You're not going to confuse it with. Oh, because because a raft is usually designed to to, to flow of a large body of water. If it's a, oh, so again, the word the word is when you when you see how do you French how big is big how small is small. If it's a small private pool, the law is that it's not a problem. How small is a small private pool? Small enough that it has an artificial room around it. Which again, I'm adding, you can see it from all sides. But again, okay, so that's that's the, that's the word of it. Now. Um, one second. That's no issue. There are abundant person. That doesn't mean you could go swimming on Shabbos. Could be a problem swimming on Shabbos because you may squeeze your hair out. Could be a problem of exercise. I'm saying the issue of the issue of going to body of water. That issue doesn't apply to a private pool. That doesn't mean you could swim on Shabbos. One second. Let's let's not get carried away. The problems of, of making a bathing suit on purpose. You may squeeze it out. But friendly reminder. This is not a halacha You're not allowed to cut a reed, design a reed. You're going to cut it into like a little tube and use that as a way to kind of take the, you know, the, 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 the wine out of the barrel from the bottom. It should flow out of the barrel. It's considered like making a keli, even though it's a natural, a natural device, not mamash a keli, but uh, it's, it's like taking keli. It's already cut. It's not perfected. It's already cut. Um, you're allowed to again do, put it into like the bottom of the barrel, the hole that's designed apparently to have these like little, little. Uh, it's like a piece of cork that you stick a spout, spout of the exact same kind. You put the the reed inside of it. The ain't chayish shemisak. We're not worried. Wait, if you're gonna do that, you come to come to trim it and perfect it. We're not grazer. But also on yachal shahadas against the bebetechanek of ashachavas kishkalach al yain. Now that I put the the leaf of a hadas into the hole in order that the wine should flow out of it. That's like making a faucet on Shabbos. Now, um, I'm not sure exactly how this worked. I guess they, they would take the, the, the hadas, they would, they would bend the hadas, if it's a very small leaf. So, whatever they would do is some kind of, some kind of, yeah, some kind of process where they would make like a, like a makeshift faucet. That's not allowed. Right. So, so now the, the um, but, but the reed would not go user for whatever reason. Okay, it's not a faucet, And you did it before you're not allowed to Break a uh, earthenware keli. Make a rip paper. That's making like a new keli. They were often used for like different like living plates and things like that. Make middle makeshift pans or plates. So over here, the issue of te- te- this is papyrus, right? This is you know, old fashioned paper. So that that's the issue of tearing a separate piece because you're making a keli or or or, or um, yeah, it's, it's like making a keli. 
Now, if you're tearing it in order to make a specific amount, that's a problem of kareya. That's yeah. something else. But here, tearing it is also darbonon because it's like making a new cave. Okay, Zion. You have a branch that is tied to a cup. The malin above a shav is allowed to use. The, I guess the branch and the cup are how they attach with maybe some glue or some kind of thing. Where you, the branch is stuck into a hole in the cup or whatever it is wrapped around. And, oh, so one second. So, so you're allowed to use that to dip into water and to draw water with it. Malin above a shav is not tied. Sorry, so again, you have a branch that is tied to the cup. Malin above a shav is allowed to use to use to draw water on shavas. No, this is a branch that's as a handle ties to a cup. If the branch is not tied to the trees, how is it connected? I guess it's like it's like stuck in a hole or something in the cup. But you cannot draw on Shabbos. You're worried you're going to adjust, you're going to trim it to 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 adjust it to make it good that should stick and then and to, to attach each other well. And that's you're going to you're going to attach it well basically. And that's the problem of building on Shabbos. The branch is attached to the tree or not? No, 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 of course not. How could you use it as a handle attached to a tree? You're allowed, excuse me, you're forbidden to shine or polish silver kalim with this, this type of polish. It's kind of natural polish. Because you're whitening the way the professionals do. It's like as, as if you are perfecting the kalim. No, it's as if, and therefore it's considered a gemalach. It's again, apparently. It's not, for whatever reason. You may, however, polish it with sand. Because it says Osir, that's why. Because Adama says it's Kimbisak and Kaili, it's not Mamashem. You'll have to shine it with some kind of sand or Nesser, which is like sodium biocarbonate. And similarly, Kaili can be polished with any of these type of substances as long as it's not considered a professional fashion. Now, of course, in this case, the sand, which is Muksa, has to be designated before Shabbos for this purpose. Okay. You're not allowed to wash the dishes. Tell your wife that. Right? Okay, so you're not allowed to. <laughs> you're not allowed to wash plates on the types of given cooking dishes. Because like you're improving, again, it's like a problem of taking unless you're washing them for the sake of using them for another meal on Shabbos. So over here, apparently, this gzeda of taking keli when it comes to washing dishes, the Cham didn't institute if, you, if, it, if you're doing it for the sake of, sake of Shabbos, right? Then, then, um, then it's okay. For the next meal, for the next for, for any use on Shabbos, yeah. I will that, That's as far as as far as food kalim go. Now, if you're not, huh? So now, as far as food, as far as now, if if you're not using it, besides taking kalim, it's also mechin. That's also another problem. Another issue. You're, 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 you're preparing for after Shabbos. You're not going to use it on Shabbos. But okay, Avo Kleishia, drinking uh, drinking kalim. You can kleish the kneisus, great cups and goblets. Mutladiach and becholish. You can wash them all the time. She ain't kevel shtia. You don't know when the drink is going to happen. I know the meal plan. What time is supper? What time is lunch? Right? What time is through the Shabbos? And if you're not planning on having another meal, that's it. But drinking is no planning. Maybe you get thirsty. So unless it's mamish like right before right before shkia. In which case, taka sir, you're allowed to wash the drinking kalim because you may always eat them. They might see us on midday Shabbos, Kedushin Aleim, midday Shabbos. I wish I knew this as a kid. <laughs> you're not allowed to make your bed on Shabbos to be able to sleep much of Shabbos. I've seen the Shabbos on Shabbos to make the bed on Friday night so you can take a Shabbos afternoon shlof yeah, after or even Shabbos morning for shlof, yeah. right? That's mutter. Now, the Pasuk can say if the, the, the messy room is very uncomfortable to you, then you actually can make your bed even if you don't plan to take a nap. Ches. Also, you're not allowed to tevil kelim which tell me on Shabbos. It's like you're perfecting the kelim, even though physically it's fine. And maybe even for whatever reason, this person has no isser from to eat tommy food. He's not a kayin or whatever. 
or it's not a situation where it's a, where it's a problem. So it's still, it's considered like you are perfecting the keli. It looks like you're going to the water to cool down. And remember, there are situations where a person on Shabbos is allowed to go into the water just to cool off. Again, swimming, the action of swimming, is, Daniel is, is different, nothing about that. Going into the water to cool off because the person has a great distress, there's room to make up for that, right? And therefore, it looks like that does not resemble a tikkun of the person. Therefore, a person who is Tameh, he can go into the mikvah. Therefore, if a person is not Tameh, he's just going for Tashish Kedusha, it's actually even, even less of a problem because there's a problem to Kedusha. We talked about that in the previous... In the yeah. <laughs> you may not, however, sprinkle the water of the Paraduma on Shabbos on it because that's, again, taking Kedusha. Hamad bil kelim b'shabbos, the person who tables kelim on Shabbos b'shegig. Now, if you have this kazeira, you had a kelim just tamei, you obviously wanted to use it only for Torah purposes, whatever reason, you tabled it. Can you use the kelim? B'shegig, if you were b'shegig, you forgot the iser, you know, b'shabbos, b'shabbos, you can use it, but it intentionally, however, lo yishtamesh, b'hen, adal b'shabbos, you may not use the kelim till much of Shabbos. Mutl ha'at bil ha'atmayim ha'atmayim b'shabbos, water which is tamei, you can table on Shabbos. Now remember, if food becomes Tameh, you can't make food tar. Food can't, can't put in the mikveh. But apple is just Tameh, the mikveh doesn't help you. Water, because water is the ingredient of the mikveh, as soon as the water touches the mikveh, the mikveh water, they become one mitzvah, the water becomes tar. And it's called Ashaka. So therefore, you're allowed to do that. Kez yas, how you do it. Now you see Mikli, she ate in Makabatum. You put in the keli, which is not Makabatum, because you put in the keli, which is you make it Tameh with Rabbanum with the water, and now you turn over the keli, which is Tameh, and that's a problem. You have to put it in a keli, which is not Makabatum with the water, like a stone keli, for example. Once the water of the mikvah goes above the water of the pot, and the water in the pot touches the mikvah water, they touch, that's its tar, that's allowed, that's not called tikkun. Why? Because the chayda doesn't resemble tikkun keli. It's water. All right, test. Huh? You may not separate truma and maestro shabbos because you're perfecting the food. Aha. You're correcting something. It's, it's a, it resembles the kinkeli. So I said before, it's not true, obviously, because food can be misakin. So how come? So other food besides water, you can't. Besides water, you can't table anyways. So why is how how come we're not grazing on the water? If you can't be misakin, you can't, can't misakin the food. You can't be misakin the food by taking truma and maestro on shabbos. You have, to take, you have to take before Shabbos. Why could you take over the water on Shabbos? Right? Because again, the the vortices, it doesn't resemble any tikkun. You're just putting the water, taking it out. It doesn't change. Okay. All right. I'm just, I, I think there's, there's be, I think better reasons. I'm not remembering it now, but okay. Yud. So now, one second. So what do you do if you take two of before Shabbos? How do you eat? Okay, Akasha. Akapan is an issue of taking two of on Shabbos. So we'll just wait. Okay, so ways around it, right? So, okay, we'll see. Um... Right? Processing hides. Leather is a abalacha. Therefore, a person softens a piece of leather with oil. As the leather workers do. Therefore, a person should not. Shmir is fruit with oil. While its foot is in the shoe. Or in the new sandal. Because that is based at the same time. Simultaneously oiling the new shoe. He was first put his foot in oil. Shmir is fruit with oil. Then afterwards, wear the brand new shoe or sandal. Despite the fact they're new. Even though they'll get somewhat worked this way, right? And they won't give them such blisters. A person may anoint his whole body with oil and then roll on a brand new leather uh, uh, bed cover. Is that a problem? Because you consider the derech of just uh, not considered doesn't resemble 
weather working. Normal or a small amount of oil. To polish the leather, make it shine. If he had so much oil on his flesh, that the leather becomes soft, whether it's a previous example of lying on the blanket, or the example when he puts the oil in his foot, then in his shoe, if it's so much oil that it actually softens the leather, it's like he's working the leather. We're all talking about brand new leather material. If it's already old, then mutter, because you don't, it doesn't resemble working leather. Working leather is only workable when it's new. Once it's already old, that's it. Yidalef. person who spreads or flattens plaster on Shabbos or anything which is like smushy, like, like um, anything which can be smooth like that. Like... Yeah, for the iser of smoothing out the hide. Remember, you smooth out the hide, take the hair off it. That's also min hatoyda. So therefore, the fichel says mekavit leather, animal skin. Fichel therefore says says mekavit shav. So you now let us stuff up the hole of a barrel. Even in case we said, even in case we said you're allowed to, you may not use wax. Because maybe you're going to come to smooth it out that way. That's also the problem with I believe with um, with um, um, certain kinds of thick. You know, soaps or with bar soap, you're smoothing it out, right? So that's the Asr Mamarach. Even with oil, you're not allowed to close up a hole. Sorry, Shuma, not Shemin. This is wrong. You know, it's Shemin. How can you stop? Fat or maybe oil must be congealed. Oil must, or congealed oil, maybe. Yeah, if it's congealed, maybe you can, you can stuff a hole. Yeah, you know, a big barrel wouldn't work, but let's, yeah, right, margarine, Crisco, yeah, let's say you have a small barrel and, it's not, and a small hole, you can stuff it with some kind of margarine, you might think. You now do that because that's similar to the issue of wax and you're smoothing it out. Yeah. You'd base. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, why does it have to be similar to wax? It itself is being yish, 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 But the issue is on wax. They asked anything else that is similar to wax. Now, this, okay, all right. You know it. therefore. Here's the, here's the thing is you cannot do because you may come to write. A person is not allowed to apply eye, eye ordinary Shabbos because like writing, remember we learned applying the red stuff to the cheeks like blush, that's the is of Tseveya. This, applying to the eyeliner, that's the is of writing. If you even, but not as if the eyeliner, they have, have pencils, right? I was a kid, I took a to writing with them. It's a big story. Okay, so... Um, so that that's considered crazy. If also a little bit of Shabbos, you're not allowed to borrow and lend on Shabbos. You might write it down, right? Borrow and lend, like you know, obviously money is muktza. But besides the issue of muktza, there's a problem of even if even if I'm not going to touch the money, I'm just going to make we're going to shake hands right. and, uh, and and lend you. Let you know, say that I'm, lend, I'm lending you this, this after Shabbos this item, let's say an item or money, whatever it is. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to buy and sell or rent or, or, or rent or rent either to the renter or the bar or the whichever side of the bargain. Right, the owner or the renter. You may come to write because these are transient acts. It's commonly written. Not hire workers on Shabbos because again, even though I'm not going to work on Shabbos, but he's hiring them on Shabbos. He may come to write it down the transaction. Right, how much you owe them, how much they work. But he can't tell somebody else to hire them from either. It's also usher. Uh, what's the chiddush over there? Even though, he, uh, why should I write? He's the one hiring them. No, with the rotation, you may come to write anyways. Avalushal to lend or borrow. With this, the word lahashil uh, in, in English, borrow or lend is the same whether it's money or whether it's an onion, right? But the word lishol lahashil is a little different. That's more like. Um, more informal and less less transactional. Mutter, that's mutter, right? You can lend someone an item, the exact same item will give back. Halva, I lend you this, you get like a different one, right? Okay, mutter, a person can borrow from his fellow jugs of wine, jugs of oil. In other words, even over there, <laughs> then I borrow a chair on Shabbos, I have extra guests, that's fine. 
but a bar, a bottle of wine, I'm going to give back the bottle of wine, I'm going to drink it. I'll buy you a different bottle of wine. Why is that okay? Because that's okay because, um, again, it's more common, it's not coming to write it down, right? Don't say the words halveni, that's more of a transactional terminology in Hebrew. Use the term like she'eleni or something like that. All right. Huh? Lend me. But it means lend me in like a transactional sense, more business terminology that's related to cash as opposed to, you know, can I borrow an onion, right? I'll pay you back, whatever. It's okay. All right. Lend me, not give me. In English, it would make a difference. In English, in English, it's irrelevant. Good gimel. Whether a person does the sale when uh, just verbal trust, or he actually makes a kingdom of some kind by giving it over, it's usher. But also, this girl, you're not allowed to weigh things on Shabbos. Maybe it's not whether it's a scale. Maybe it's time. We're not with a scale. Like you know, some else. The Ram talks about a butcher who's a mumcha using his his hands to weigh, like compare. Shame. No. Shame should also lishka just now that way. Kach also limits the limit date. Now to count and, and yeah, okay. You're now to count or measure things out. Then <coughs> whether it's a measuring kit, like a, like, a, like a yardstick, maybe I buy a hand, maybe with a rope. Elsewhere it says to mitzvah you could do this. Let's say to measure a mikvah or something. Okay, these are all things you may come to write. You're dalit. And if it, if it was not done with the weights, you are allowed to? No, it says whether it's whether whether, whether it's whether it's uh, no, because must not. Maybe must not. Maybe should must not. No, but it's all about you're not allowed to measure or count. The thing is, how long is this table? Let's measure it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's it? Now do that. Fine, but but if not for that, you would be able. Mechira is also because you're No, that's not the issue. of Mechira, you might come to write. Anything which is a shinui rishus, lending, borrowing, gifting on Shabbos, only also you might come to write. That's the whole reason why it's also. Maybe you're gonna come to write. On Shabbos. That's the reason why it's also. So it's also even if it's not about measuring. One second. The challenge is just to measure anything. How many, how, how many ounces is in this thing? You're not allowed to measure. Finished. Because you might come to write. Right. You can't do any transaction. You might come to write. How about if I tell you I, I, I want to sell you this thing or we'll, we'll uh, straighten out after Shabbos. Yeah, you did a handshake. You Again, it. you're not allowed to do a transaction. You may come but to write. measuring. No, they're two different things. You know, the measure, issue of measure, issue of selling and transaction are not connected. No. You're not allowed to do a transaction, you might come to write. You're not allowed to measure Bechlau. I'm curious, how long is this table? Let's measure. Why? Why, Why not? You're not allowed to, because you might come to write. The transaction, the measure, are two different things. Yeah, okay. You dial it. So, um, um, with writing. now doing the Shabbos. Because again, you, you often write down who said what and what's the psak. You can't do chalitza, you can't do yibum, you can't do kedushin. Because again, these are all transactions, right? Because you might come to write. Uh, the marriage and the brother pass away. It's, it's a process. It's a kind of marriage. We'll talk about it specifically. Look at the notes of it if you want. Yeah. Don't you worry. You now let do kedushin on Shabbos. Excuse me. You now let a concert something for the base of Mikdash. No, you can't do erechin, which is hey, this guy. We know the concept of erechin, which is you say this is the, this person's erech is upon my obligation to pay. It's a kind of pledge to hektish. Which is another kind of pledge to hektish. It resembles. Transaction. They might be into mice. You're not a separate mice and Truman Shabbos. We said this already before. We say it now again. She said, similar to Makdish Ace and Paris Ifrish. When you separate the Truma, you're basically Makdish it. Similar to Makdish it. Right. So, in other words, even if, even. Right. So, Makbian, there's a way to separate Truma without physically touching it. Right? You say, you say that the, 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 the 2% on this eastern side is Truma. Now I'll do that. 
Right. Exactly. If you don't touch it, right. Right. So, because similar to Makishos Paris. Now, as we said before, right? In Halach, you test, right? It's, like, it's also being misakinit. Okay? Now, when, now, Maisa is not hectish. So, why is it considered Makdish? That's why he has to the second reason, Lechayev. Truma applies to both. Maisa is bigger than the second one. It's be Matakin, the thing you want, you want to eat from. If you eat Maasa, you're not allowed to. Right, you count them behind the guard of the pen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, nine. The tenth animal is meiser, and then you can. Uh, then that, that, that's the mitzvah meiser. Why can't you do that on Shabbos? Because may going to come to shmeis with that red paint that was used to mark it. Why does the Rambam say it's also because you're not allowed to even sacking on Shabbos? Because the truth is, you're allowed to eat from your animals before taking meiser. So that's why it's not considered real tikkun. If ever Pesach is on Shabbos, you're allowed to sanctify the animal and say this to the Korban Pesach. If you did, if, if did not do before, this is a mitzvah that's relevant at that particular time. You're less likely to come to right because you know it's a time-related mitzvah. It's a time-related mitzvah. Today is, you know, today is Shabbos as well. You cannot be mekadosh the mechadosh. So just like you cannot... Sanctify something, the process of putting the ash on the khatas water for the purpose of paraduma is considered to be makadashit, that's not allowed. Tesvav. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did a chasin on Friday, then he finished the chasin on Shabbos, it was a ganzo story over there. Tesvav. Magbiya, Trumus, and Maisis, Bishabbos, and Yom Tov, person who separates Trumus, and Maisis, and Shabbos, and Yom Tov, which we said you're not allowed to do. it was an accident, Maichel, and Masha, his skin. I am not a koyin, let's say, right? So can I? So can I separate? I separate trum on Shabbos and Maaser, whatever. The thing, the food I separated, obviously I can't eat trum and Maaser for the levy. But the food I separated from, can I eat that? If it was a shaking, you may. Bemeis intentionally lo yechol al shemot Shabbos. You may not eat it till much of Shabbos. Bekach bekach tikkun separates whether or not, whether or not it was shaking amazing. The fact that it works, right? The food is is corrected. The question is now: may you eat it until Shabbos? Until it's trum and Maaser, everything is fine. A person who um, sanctifies something, an animal, or a food item, or anything else for that matter. Or he does the Easter of designation, something for hectic, right? Pledging on Shabbos. What he did is done, right? If I say this is hectic, that, it, that works. If it ain't needs to say that it, it's effective on Yom Tif. A person who. Amazing is allowed to. What is done is done. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't we say that? that uh, and he said that also regarding. Yeah, why aren't you good? I'm not sure. And, and because it doesn't help you. What, what's, what's the difference? Uh, uh, is uh, somebody that sells on Shabbos is going to. No, because of, of it. Is it, is it, 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 it yeah, absolutely. You can say it too. Yeah, a person. King's a Kenyan, right? King's a Kenyan, right? Every Pesach in the morning, Arab Shabbos, and we make a Kenyan, and I give you Mashka. You're here. What? He's done two things. Doing business and No, let's. Sort of the, the writing, the, the right, but, as, master, but the reason why business is us is only because you might come to write. Right. What are we telling you? Making a Kenyan, he made a transaction, so he's going to run two things. What two things? The fact that he did business on Shabbos and that he's going to come to write. The reason, it's one thing, the yeah, reason why you may not do business, you're not going to write. Now, Demai, what is Demai? <laughs> Demai is basically uh, something which is. Uh, huh? Maybe. Uh, basically, it's, it's, it's uh, many people did not separate Truma Meiser, and therefore, the material is not considered, not, not required. So, therefore, it's only a Chiv Darabon separated, so the, the Tikkun is not as strong. Therefore, Ben Hashemashas, between sunset and nightfall, which is a Suffolk Shabbos, Suffolk Friday, you're allowed to separate Truma Meiser, or, or, or Meiser at least, the Truma as well, maybe. No, the Chiv Truma. You're allowed to separate Meiser, and therefore, but if it's Vada, you can't, that's considered, even Ben Hashemashas, you can't test Zion. Let's see if we can at least do the end of Halachi test. 
A person who separates, he, he, verbally separates through a Maishal Shabbos, right? So he separated verbally, he didn't separate physically. He shouldn't take them, and we have to translate this according to the Mepharshim, and give them to the people, the Kohen, the Levi, on Shabbos. Before Shabbos, oh, before Shabbos, I said, okay, here's my thing. Of the eastern side, this is, that's, it points to the side, that's Truma, that's Maishal. And, uh, and then on Shabbos, he wants to do the physical separation. He cannot. He should not on Shabbos do the physical separation part, even though there's no tikkun being done already. It's all done. The tikkun, and then give it to the kain levi. Despite the fact that they're designated, that should not be done on Shabbos. Again, it resembles tikkun keli. What is the I explained it before. And and if a kain or or a poor person was uh, commonly guest by his house, that he could bring it to him to take. To eat, he has to tell him the, the food I'm giving you is truma from the meiser. He tells the poor person that which we're giving you is meiser oni. He can't like benefit. He can't look like he's like being so generous to his guests, giving them extra food without telling them because then he's using truma meiser. He's supposed to tell the kain leave it's truma meiser. Otherwise, you're using it for your own personal gratification and and, and grandiosity purposes. You may not use dice on Shabbos. Dice. It's because it resembles a transaction. However, when it comes, let's say you have a whole family over Yontif, you shaft a massive buffalo. Now, who wants the rempros? Who wants the shoulders? And you kind of make a, like a, a, lot, a lottery to divide it among the iniklach. That's not such a big deal. That's not mocking exactly who gets exactly which piece. It's not going to come to resemble a transaction. You're not allowed to make calculations of necessity. The Shabbos, the Shabbos, the Shabbos, the Shabbos, the or maybe it's in the future. You may come to write. Therefore, are irrelevant. You may think about them. Case of example: Ten years ago, how much wheat did we produce? Who cares anymore? That you could do. You're not going to come to write that. My son got married ten years ago. How much did it cost me? They are considered idle talk. It's not necessary. Therefore, we're not going to write it down. It's not important. And therefore, Shabbos the same last halacha you test. Also, read simple, irrelevant contracts. shouldn't be in a weekday fashion. The other can come to erase them. Tell you can read everything else you can't erase. You're not going to erase the chumash though. A person is allowed to uh, read a guest list. He's now, he can do it from verbally now, but he can't read the guest list from writing. That's considered reading irrelevant contracts. If they were engraved on a tablet or on the wall, you can't erase that. That's not like, he's not going to confuse it with a piece of paper. You're allowed to read the caption under a piece of art because that's considered, you might erase it. However, Excuse me, even to read Ksuvim when they were having a shear and shul on Shabbos is also. We're not going to come to shul to learn. Everyone's going to sit in his house and read the stories of Tanakh instead of coming to shul to learn. Okay, halacha yutes. So, says the Rambam. Also, the Yikrei's Bishabbos, you may not read Shtariyadiyatis, which means what? Mundane documents. In other words, anything which is not Torah. Why? Because you shouldn't do it in your weekday fashion. Now, what if you read a Chumash? Who's going to erase a chumash? Who's going to erase a, 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 a no. in Torah? If you're reading a newspaper, you might come to erase. You're not allowed to. Twenty? No, I'm doing a test again. Now a person is allowed to say the, the you know, basically announce the guest list. A head count. Yeah, preparation is, is a head count. Yeah. Um,
Uh, yeah, or the dessert, sorry. Uh, dessert, that was basically first, verbally, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, I'm not allowed to do my list, the guest list, or like the list of you know, the desserts. The menu, they should love you, Krabish, I did. Again, that's the same issue. Since the whole issue might come to a race, if it's engraved in on a plaque, at the outside plaque, one of these. Yeah. So, okay, it's printed in a way that it's not erasable. I was just saying it's like, yeah, okay, fine, yeah, it could be. So, so, the, uh, okay, I don't know, because back then, so how was it done in the ink? Ink, ink you could erase, a book you could Pen, ink, and, and the printed, pay, I think this is the same thing, I don't know if it's any different. No. no if, it's, if, it's, if it's engraved on a, let's say, if it's engraved on a, on a, on a, on a tablet, or, 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 or it's on the wall, you could read them, it's not confused with a piece of with a parchment. Okay. So you're saying printed is different, you're saying. Okay, I don't know. But if for yeah. sure, if it's, if it's like if it's like printed on like a like one of these like you know brochures, which mamish plastic, it's it's burned. That's that's for sure. Okay. Now to read a something written under under an image, there's some kind of statue, right? There's like a little piece, uh, little piece of paper that says who the artist was and what year he lived in the museum. You know, I'll do that because you might have to erase it again. Today, it's all usually carrying graves. So it's not a problem. But theoretically, right? Now that's really interesting. <coughs> Reading ksuvin. Right or which means basically means Nevi Rukhsovim. While the while the while the Ram talks about Hekalam about the he specifies Kilim, Mishli, and Yuv. Ah, so it's so not not just Ksuvim Daf. I think yeah, the Gzeir is Daf and Ksuvim. Right. Also, is also Gzeir Mishum Mitzvah Shabbos. They're worried about people going to read these things while it's supposed to be a shul during the Mitzvah on Shabbos, which is Shabbos meant to learn Torah. Because why 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 why? Because on Shabbos is a time we're supposed to be the Bishmedish learning. There is, that's the Paraglam that talks about that. Right? The Shabbos Bishmedish. Shabbos is a time we're supposed to learn. If everyone's going to be sitting in his house reading Ksuvim, he's not going to be able to the history of reading Shari Yejus, Chas He's sitting in his house, he's going to read some, let's say, stories of Daniel, right? Or whatever, or of Gil Sester. He's not going to come to attend the Bishmedish. And what if he learns Agamara? So, that, so that's not the end of the world because that's not, but basically people, if I'm going to learn Gemara I'll go to shul but I'm not going to sit in shul I'm not going to sit in the base manager and to learn uh, either if that I'm going to do it at home right, right. So therefore in Perak Lama Lama talks about uh, that it's important time is time to learn the shoes lie down on the couch yeah, right it's a very very interesting Allah yeah, yeah the Gemara talks about it so that's why Shabbos mentioned we changed Migdal to Magdal Magdal to Migdal right because one of the Pesukim is from Tehla and one of the is from Nach the one in Nach, you're allowed to say. The one in Ksuvim, Tillin, you're not allowed to say. That's the reason. That's the reason. No, Magdil and Migdil is the exact same thing. Yeah. One's a Pasuk and Tillin. This is the, the first time it's a Gemara, it's, it's, I've, I've ever... It's a Gemara in I believe. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, good. Chaf. Not for the Leica, but Chatzabu Shabbos. Okay. Ad kind. Halacha Chaf. Tillin, the Perek talks about the Isser of uh, uh, what happens if fire breaks down Shabbos. Now, for the, now the, the, today everyone says because of the way houses are painted and gas lines, if fire breaks out, put it out, don't even hesitate. Right. But let's talk about the of Rama when a house was four cardboard walls and a roof right. that leaked through, yeah? Now for the lake of a chatzir Shabbos, if a quart of fire breaks out, a quart on Shabbos. Now a chatzir you can carry, right? If one chatzir, now you can also carry if it's in chatzir, right? So now in a gematzel, kamashish, v'chatzir, 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 everything you have from one chatzir to the other, even the same mavi, I'll be sure, despite the fact there's an error. And you carried five minutes ago without a problem. You carried some as a drink or an item. Because you're so obsessed, your mindset is in, is in rescue mission of your items. So you're going to go to besides rescue them by carrying them from one class to another. You're going to put the fire out. It's also matter. If they show other ball, a person is obsessed with his money. The fiqh, to prevent that from happening, to prevent the person from putting out the fire. What can you save? Food. 
food you need for that Shabbos for any meals you haven't had yet. If it's Friday night, Shabbos day, or before Shabbos, after Shabbos, the Kedosh Tarach Hashanah from Shabbos, or items you need on Shabbos for the meal. For the meal, Dafka, plates and butts, not like chairs to sit on, I don't think. Or clothing you could wear, because that's Mamash wearing, so it's not carrying, right? That, that would be more, more makeup. Again, why? Then, when, when you have the mentality, you know that no matter how much you have, just Shabbos meal, you put the rest out of your mind. You're not in the safe mission anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> you, not come, you, you will not come to put the fire out. Right. And, and, and now, if there's no Adif, even your Mazayas and your Kalim from one Chatzah to the next, you can't, you can't save. Chazal did not relift the Isser of Erev that wasn't made over here, right? So, so two in the house of the Chatzah, that's fine. But from one chasa to another, because that resembles a more of a saving process, another person's rishus, right? That that already you might come to put, it, put, put, put to carry it from the top floor of your house and the bottom floor to the yard, your own yard. That's not gonna, yeah, that's not a problem. Someone else's yard, that already you might come to put the fire out. Yeah, we, we, we learned that <coughs> if, if you if stuff, if there's a if Shabbos is coming and you're a big person of money. Yeah, same exact concept, right? Yeah, but yeah. if we don't ball allow money. you to do something, you're going to carry your money. So, so ball and money has, has by, both... By, by, by film. So, what's that? Not film. Uh, oh, kiss yeah, yeah, and money. But yeah. ball and money has a few different impacts. Sometimes the impact is that we sometimes say, you do this, to prevent you from going over this, sir. Right. Sometimes we say that we, 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 we over here, we, we, can, we feel we can prevent this from happening. Great. <laughs> How much food can you save? Enough with the lake of the little Shabbos, the fire falls on a Friday night. Which means before the Saturday, yeah. Friday night meal, Matzil and Mazel Shalosh, you can say for three meals if you're not Labavich, right? Which a person can eat. Then you can say for a person, for an animal, behemoth. Now, the animal is no chief eating three meals on Shabbos. But, I guess, whatever, once you say for the animal, for the person, for the animal, right? If it falls, the fire breaks out in the morning after, you know, before the first meal of the day. Matzil and Mazel Shalosh, for two meals. Mincha, Mincha, Matzil and Mazel Shalosh, then for one Sudda, for Shalosh Shudas. You can't, okay. you can't, you're a big fat guy. You can't even bring out right. more for him. Right. You're only bring a certain amount. Now, the variety is how much, how much you need. I don't, I don't know exactly. Okay. Uh, you know, whatever you're going to eat. Now, but my mother, one is true. There's a restriction how much food you could save. But you're making multiple trips, multiple containers. Then the limit, limit, how much you could save. Or you have, let's say, a, a cup. You're filling things up with it. You're pouring out, being outside, and pouring it outside in some kind of other container on the ground. Then there's limitation. You're making more than one trip. Right. Then there's limitation. You can only save what you need. Carrying one keli, right, a barrel with enough bread for a year. Right. Despite the fact that it has many meals worth, that is mutter. You can feel, fill, uh, save a barrel with many breads. Enough for many meals, more than three. A cake of figs, a barrel of wine, enough for three meals. Or you have a, you have a keli, but have a talus. The garment you make it make it yeah. into a makeshift keli, put all the food in there. Okay. Right, yeah, right. The big tablecloth right. table full of food. Even more, that's all. That's all fine. Chafed out. Tell the people, save for yourselves. Right, you're going to get burned anyways. Everyone saves as much as much food as he needs. Three meals per person, or each person carries one barrel of wine. Right, so even though it's many, 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 many meals worth. Or whatever it is, it belongs to the person who saves it. He doesn't have to give it back because the guy who owns it was miyayish. Therefore, if he did, the guy can keep right. it. If the person who took it after saving it gives it back to the owner, he's allowed to 
say, hey, listen, here's the bottle of wine I saved for you, but I want five dollars for my effort or whatever, yeah. whatever the reasonable wage is. The ain't it's chash Shabbos. Now it's not going to the hiring someone for Shabbos. Why not? She ain't shamalacha leiser. If that did on Shabbos, it's not a malacha and not an iser. It just it just the iser of of, of saving your own fire. food. But what he did for himself is fine. He took a place with this in the We're talking about a case with this in the Eruv And therefore, there's no issue involved. Even though the Ram told us, you remember in Perik Vav, that hiring somebody for something on Shabbos, like a waiter, you have to include the cleanup time yeah. after Shabbos. You can't, you can't pay him just for Shabbos. So the Altavis says, that. Hey, you're doing it for yourself. You're not. Yeah, but I'm paying the person who saved my, my, my food on Shabbos, a Shabbos wage. For, he did work on Shabbos. So that kid was on Shabbos. He didn't do any work. No, but you see, I'm, even though, though, so the drama says what was done was not Chilol Shabbos. Fine. But there's another issue, which, which that would be more problematic, having someone do something for you on Shabbos. Right. That's even though I'm that, right? But even though this is Mutu, the Chilol is a problem. If a guy who's Shabbos, they'd be our waiter at a bar mitzvah on Shabbos. You have to say, I'm paying you for, yeah, okay. for, for including things after Shabbos. Case, in our case, it's not. So why, but why over here is it okay? Because why? I'm taking a barrel of wine for myself. Fine, but then when I, uh, but you give back to me. Now, and, I'm giving you a present. I don't have oh, to give so it that, back. So that's 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 not the opposite. And the says the vart is is that when I give you back to you, I'm giving you back to you besides for the five dollars worth that's my schar moli. So that I'm keeping for myself. Either give me five dollars in wine or give me five dollars in cash. Okay, before the, but other people besides the Rebbe, they, they explain that uh, the Chazal wasn't were geyser. The Alter says more. The Alter says when the guy gives it back, he, he's giving it back all tonight, and he gets to keep the value of his schar moli. That's all. Now you want you want you want you want to take the whole bottle of wine, give him five dollars or of wine, give him five dollars of or money. Uh, Chaf Dalit, not a nice guy. Chaf Hey, do it. Chaf Hey, no. It says it's a midas chasidus not to not to keep not to take the money. Really? Yeah, it's a midas chasidus not. It says in Gemara over there. It says in uh, yeah. Chaf Hey, Hitzel Pasakia, guy saved. Now let's remember times of the Rambam. White flour bread was the chalash of bread. Whole wheat was for the the poor people, right? It was the cheaper one. Hitler Pasuk, he saves expensive, you know, the clean flour, white flour, you can't go back and save the pasta, so that's, that's, that's the whole wheat, because that's the inferior type. You don't need it. You have enough good chashur bread from Shabbos, when you have to eat the most chashur food. Yeah. If he saves the inferior bread, and then he can go and say, you know what, I want to actually eat the better bread and go back and save that. So I'll save three loaves of this. He goes to the other one, and in fact, it says even he's allowed to even be a trickster in the matter and kind of first save the whole wheat and then go back and save the expensive bread. Now, let's say Yom Kippur falls on a Friday. This, and the fire breaks out, he can't eat Yom Kippur. But he's allowed to save Yom Kippur the food he needs for Athens for Shabbos. If Yom Kippur falls on Friday. However, if it's Shabbos, Yom Kippur is on Sunday, then he cannot save. Uh, for the meal after after Yom Kippur, obviously you, 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 you don't eat you know, Yom Kippur. You can only save on Shabbos for Shabbos. You can't save on Shabbos the food you need Sunday uh, Sunday night after Yom Kippur is over, right? In case Yom Kippur is not Shabbos Sunday, right? Needless to say, to say, you can't save on Shabbos for Yontif. Oh, you go for the Shabbos next Shabbos. The only hetter for this Shabbos for the only hetter is to save it on that day for that day. The Paskim say that you could on Yom Kippur for much Yom Kippur you could. Yeah, because also fasting, you can have a second portion. What are you in terms of saving from your clothing? You put on five overcoats, even though it's 100 degrees outside, and walk outside. Well, actually, maybe five could be a problem, but whatever. Whatever you can wear normally, you can carry outside. Whatever you can wrap yourself, you can take it outside. You can go and 
do for, do this for yourselves. It does. It seems you can't go back and do this a few times with the, with the, with the with the with the yeah. with the clothing. Um, everybody's allowed to you know go to your raid your wardrobe and put all the expensive clothing on. take it out. It's like his like the food. Again, it's like hefker because the guy the guy's miyayish. He relinquishes rights to because he, because he can't he can't keep it. This is a very, this is a very slow going fire. Because in the meantime, the, the, the people are coming and they're getting their clothes yeah. and the whole business. Very, 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 you know. Yeah. <laughs> what does it mean? Okay. You're allowed to say all Kisvei Kodesh. You may say, what's Kisvei Kodesh mean? So it means, it means terrorist farm, right? Now, in the Mishnah, when this was written, remember, Huda Nasi, Huda Nasi wrote, uh, put this Mishnah in the Mishnah. No. When Huda Nasi wrote, wrote this Mishnah with his father as a kid, Mishnah was written down yet. What did Kisvei Kedesh mean? All there was was Tereshav Chsav, correct? Fine. In Bizman Aram, what does it mean? Tereshav Alpeh. No problem. One second. You're allowed to save it from one Chatzah to another. Your own Chatzah for sure you could. Wow. But that you could save even to another Chatzah, wow. as, as long as it's Tereshav the even though, as long as it's a wishes yachid, which means it's a mother with a lechem. Hagami didn't make a bracha. No, you, no, you didn't do the whole thing with collecting the food from people to make right, it. Yeah, right, that the you didn't Arab do. is there. Oh, well, we, we call Arab right. the pole. Right. The Arab is the food. Yeah. yeah. Right. But who provides you ksuv ma'shuris? Lashan kodesh. As long as you can save ma'shuris and lashan kodesh. Now, one second. That makes sense if you say if you bring ksuv kodesh to teshuk south. What about for the kamara? It's very funny that I'm adds that in. Okay, but he means you could say that if you're talking about a case with a chumash written in English, in transliteration, maybe it doesn't apply. I don't know. In other words, a chumash written in, in Beratius, B E R E I S H I S, right? It's only written in transliteration. No, so, but, but, but the, 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 the Paschal say it applies to all, all holy swarm, as Mahan said. So the question is, why does Ram have to add that in? Because the again, the Mishnah writes this because this Mahan Mishnah, it, it was obviously, it was Tanakh. It was written in Hebrew Shavashuris, or it was nothing, right? Or it was more than anything. But how does it apply to us in the times of the Rambam? Shavashuris again. Our, our type of Shav, that we write Sefateris in. Uh-oh. No, the Rambam is Bishop Tayyida. You could say that this is not a Rambam, if there's a fire, it doesn't have to be Okay. It, it, it really has. That, One second. If you find it outside in the street on Shabbos. No, that's another story. Read. Here's it gets burned, destroyed. Okay, one second. It's not the same thing. If they were written any other language or a different Shav, Right, so it's written in Ivrilif, for example, right? Or it's written in a different language, Bechlau, because you know, you're having Hebrew different scripts, right? That's right. what it's written in Kurdish, you know, you know, you can't save it, I feel like I'm a if there's an Erev. Now, during the week, you have not allowed to read. What, what, you can't, what can't you read over here? I'm just referring to. Um, I'm just referring to. Um, uh, Again, uh, okay, uh, the Ram is saying Lashna Mishnah. Lashna Mishnah, the Ram is referring to Teresh uh, Peh that was written illegally. No. That's what the Mishnah means in this, in this terminology. Or it means if you write a Sefer Teira, not in Savashuris. Right? You put them in yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. place, yeah. you leave them, and, yeah. and you leave yeah. them, and they get lost by themselves. You, you so again, after permission, after permission was granted to write oh. the oral law, this prohibition no longer applies. Exactly. Why is Ram write it then? There's a Mishnah Ram is quoting. In the times of the, this, this Mishnah was was written by Peh, this this would refer to Tanakh. How does this apply to the Rambam's Mishnah? After we have Gemara, we have Mishnah, it's written down. It's very puzzling. 
Okay, Chavzayin. So, but let's, the bottom line is again, you're allowed to say to Yishmael, any holy swarm may be saved, right? Good. Now, what would the Ramam say about saving a Sefer Torah Ksavashuris? Obviously, you could save it, or even a Sefer Tilim Ksavashuris, right? What about if it's written in this, uh, um, printed on, or written on paper? But Pasha, you could save it as well, it's not a Ramam. If it's Teresh Pet as well. If it's a Chumash written in English characters, not English language. Let's say in the beginning, actually, Kedem Neroth. B E R E I S H I S. That's how it's written. Can you save that? Is that considered a Hemek? I don't know. Chav Zayn. How you consume this? What's the answer to this thing? What do you do during the weekday? Again, 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 how you. Bismana Mishnais. Bismana, before Teresh Al is written down. What do you do with these form of Teresh Al that were written illegally? A guy wrote a Sefer Halacha. You're not allowed to do that. There's no head to move, right? Were, in the generation of Rabbi Kiva. Time, you are not allowed to write. Right. right. So somebody, someone did write. So you leave it and let it write yeah, by itself. Chav uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Again, okay. while the Ramam puts in, how, how, we, how do we turn the interpret it in the Ramam's times? It's a, it's a kasha. Chav Zayin. How do you assume the Sama Vesikra? If they were written, in, not with ink, they would become kind of like dark tint. Even though it's not something which can last. Since they're written, in Hebrew, but still you save them, even though it's not going to last forever, doesn't it? Yeah. What if it's like, for example, the part of Sefer Torah, there's nothing written. Somehow got, got separated, right? And it's in Shemus, you know, over there. Again, the, part, the blank part of the parchment. Those you don't save. Even if they have the Shemus, you don't save on Shabbos. Ha-brachas, ha-kamein, a-brachas, which means a collection of written brachas. Basically, they're basically, kamein is like an amulet that were written different psukim for a schooler, right? Even though they have letters of Hashem's name written out, not just hey with apostrophe, actually Hashem's name written out, like Alf, Dal, Nun, for example, we know how they have the terror, terror, you know, concepts or even phrases. You don't say them for a fire, it's not considered an actual piece of chumash. Now, if it has a full parasha, we'll see. You have a sefer No, it's a piece of a sefer basically, right? It's worn out, and it has eighty-five letters. And the letters are from complete words. See, if it's a word that there's some letters faded, let's say it's a five-letter word. Two letters are faded. Those three letters that remain don't count. You have complete words, and oh, those complete words comprise a total of eighty-five letters from this faded sefer I feel the bechol yagashadusi if they were part of the letters, part of the yagashadusi, right? Which is the words lavan yeah. called gal a, which is Aramaic, not in Kurdish. Still, still, it's considered part of the chumash. Why does the Torah have Aramaic words? Has there been a sicha to give the possibility that you should have later on Torah should be halakhic even in other languages? That's why you have Daniel large parts on Aramaic. You have a parish in it which doesn't have 85 letters. But it's a parish. But it has Hashem's name. Right. Yeah, the king of 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 the king the king of the king of the king of the question is, what do you mean going? That's the only no, Pasha that actually has it. Yeah, the Matilan takes save the Matilan. You have to save the car of the Sivitari with the Sivitari. The Tikatil Matilan and the car of the Tilan, even they have money, which is Mukta, you can save it along with it.